Uh, yay verily. Last time on Dice Funk. And even if it is a mistake, I will have confidence in Grendel. That it is stronger than any mistake I can make. But yes, it appears that we have transitioned from the storyteller into the appraiser when Potter went to Gigi, and now we are transitioning from the appraiser to the contract. I hereby appoint Nobi and Cat to the position of liaison to the Moist Watch. The item you're here for is called the Akashic Stone, A-K-A-S-H-I-C, um, and it, it holds the collective knowledge of the Skalds, S-K-A-L-D-S, of the Frost Giants. Basically, the story storytellers, the poets. Yes, delicious. Can I eat it? <laughs> I, in terms of the assignment, the the, the short answer is no. Yeah, so I think Venta is definitely the person to go to next, both because uh, your head injury and just because if you're going to touch the Akashic Stone, you're going to need gloves, and Venta has all the gloves in town. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I guess Marino is also a source of gloves. There's always options in, in Season 8, Grendel. You never are, you never have to do what I want you to do. Uh, <laughs> but I think Hale also uh, asks if you are interested in either of the items he has, uh, the, the baton or the paintbrush. Both of them are magical, and he is experimenting with them. I would like the paintbrush. I want to make art for my friends. I want to make beautiful pictures for all of my friends and my mother. Well, I don't. I, I don't think that's what we said. You, that's a conclusion that you drew. That's a conclusion that you drew. I think you're putting some words in our mouth. No, no, that's what you explained to me, and we will not be going into it because Austin says this is not. Uh-huh. We can't explain why we thought that. If you want to invite me onto your show, you know how to find me. We could talk about it, Mari, but <laughs> I don't know that it's it's really appropriate for this thing we're doing. Just saying, you would have convinced oh, me. True detective title sequence, but it says foot detective. I was holding <laughs> on to that one. I just had to say it. Now I'm done. Please carry it. Let's start the show. Th- so thank you. The Moist Watch are looking for the rocks. <laughs> foot detective, is this anything? <laughs> <laughs> just, just throwing it out I'm there. I'm going to type it into Google and see what I find. You know foot detective is going to be the episode title now. We're like four minutes in and we've already got the episode title. Feet are a flat circle. <laughs> It has to be tangentially related to the content of the MP3. We're detect. We're all detectives. We have feet. Foot detective. <laughs> Time is a foot circle. <laughs> Stop it, Sophie! <laughs> I'm so tired. <laughs> <laughs> so at last we left this adventure, uh, Sophie was playing, or I guess Philippa was playing City Skylines. <laughs> what? Oh. <laughs> Video game jokes. Yeah, yeah. I don't play video games and never have. Do you want to pick up with her again, or are you just um, are you just reminding of us like where we were? 
I'm actually thinking that for like this foreseeable future, we just do a little check-in Aww. while the main investigation is going on, and you just kind of make some uh, some city decisions. Okay, mm. that's kind of sweet. Um, <laughs> I think that it, yeah, it's it's sweet, and not me trying to force uh, consequences for your actions. That's what it is. It's sweet. <laughs> well, one of us rolled the dice, Austin. So whose actions uh, are really yielding the consequences? You do the actions, I get all the consequences. It's a good relationship. Um, <laughs> Jonathan, roll 20 of the roll 20 fortune. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, um, I think that Philippa is a big um, advocate of um, public luxury. And um, she would be really in favor of like... You know, not to not to end up looking like she's just trying to win popularity points as a governor, but just like things that everyone kind of um, boosts everyone's morale a little bit, even if it bath isn't house. the most functional thing. Well, a bathhouse <laughs> in the middle of winter might not, maybe not the most sensible. Uh, no, because it's warm. Everyone can be warm together. I mean, if there was a heat, yeah, I suppose if there was a heated bathhouse, I was thinking first of an ice rink because it fit, it fit naturally. Ah. Um, yeah, I mean, that's the dichotomy of the human soul, isn't it? Ice <laughs> rink versus bathhouse. Um, and I feel like uh, she would want to position it close to Neelith's restaurant because, <gasps> like, that's the place where people would go and get, like, nice toasty hot drinks and um, hot meals and, you know, have a little, nice little ice skate. That's maybe, a, maybe that's a whole day out. Um, that's her proposed project. Oh. That's what she's thought of today. All right. So I think uh, people who are in favor of the uh, bathhouse project, their happiness is going to go down. No. And then you have to kind of ma- mm-hmm. manage those meters, you know, and then this little advisor will pop up and they're like, you'll regret this. Oh, God. Now I'll always be resented for coming up with bathhouse. I have, to, <laughs> I have to choose between faith and order now. Oh, God. Neelith's meter is going to go up because she gets to look out the kitchen window now and watch people fall over on the ice rink. It's going to be great. <laughs> So I, I will say this: um, the, the question I have is, when your little advisor pops up, is it one of the pizza rats? Because I think a pizza <laughs> rat advisor would be very good. She can speak to them, so that does make a lot That's of sense. True. And they and they, and and they also can keep tabs on the on the community without being noticed. So, <laughs> Mari, what does what does the rat have to say about the bathhouse proposal? Hey, come on, a little bit of this, a little bit of that, a little bit of skim. You know, I look so respectfully. You know, I'll keep my eyes down, but be looking at the corner. You know, but I'll keep, I'll keep it civil. You don't have to look respectfully. You can be as disrespectful as you like. Um, oh, hey, yeah, yeah. Uh, that's what I like to hear. We got a cool girl over here. <laughs> okay, I, I meant as an infrastructure project, pizza rat, not as an ogling opportunity. But you do you, I guess. Hey, you ask me for my honest opinion I gave it okay you, you, you know you ask it don't get mad at the answer I see people getting naked for the bathhouse I like it I love slime as a character but I would not be sad if slime died and Mari had to play pizza rat for the <laughs> alright so the entire season is going to come down to the campaign to save the ice rink before the the developers move in, and you got to save it with a dance off. I hope you're all happy with yourselves. No, a ski race, a skiing race. <laughs> oh no! It, it, all this sounds like things where Ozzy will just get horribly injured and more head injuries from. Oh no! 
True. You're absolutely going to get mangled. Uh, we have to address one more Sophie situation. Sorry, it's all on you this week. Uh, <laughs> you have a character sheet I need you to share with the class. Uh, yeah, absolutely. You know, just no go over it. Uh, what do you want to know about it? All the things that you would want to know if you were a listener. Wow. Um, well, I titled the character sheet because the character sheet is refers to two people who are working together, Nobi and Kat. Um, they kind of share a sheet. So they're the dream team, is what I've called this, and um, they're really—they've really got some powerful strength and charisma going on, which I think makes a lot of sense because you know they're animals, mm-hmm. but also because they're animals and they're two animals with like different opinions about things. So working as a unit, right? What's their 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 intelligence and wisdom function? Very low, mm-hmm. um, and together they make one functional uh, barbarian. Is the thing. They make one combined strong dumbass. Right, exactly. <laughs> one powerful himbo together. My boys. So so the what type of barbarian are they? They are a Path of the Storm Herald barbarian. Um which gives them some storm related powers. They got a storm aura, which is kinda cool. Um uh, which is yeah so like the, the barbarian class uh does you know rages out right mm-hmm. and um i think the technical term is they go sicko mode yeah true uh they these two absolutely 100 percent. and uh their storm aura is you gain a 10 foot aura effect when you start your rage and as a bonus action on each of your turns um so you get tundra when this effect is activated each creature of your choice in your aura gains three temporary hit points uh, which is kind of cool, and they're like resistant to cold, which I thought was, you know, both like useful for the upcoming arc because of the cold snap Austin keeps warning us about, but also like mm-hmm. Nobi has big floof. It makes some sense. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So the flavor on this isn't suddenly that they learn magic. It is that the, the floof is so powerful. Right. <laughs> that the, anybody who needs some warm warmth can kind of hit Nobi up to get their warm game right. Right. I was. Uh, he's like, I was born in the storm. I'm indestructible. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, I, I will say that I, one detail that I like that you picked out is what their background was. And it makes a lot of sense yeah. given Nobi in particular. Well, yeah, I, I selected for them to be folk hero because, <laughs> you know, that kind of is a folk hero. Um, but then, then it asked me for, um, because folk heroes are supposed to have had a hum, like a humble origin uh, and so be proficient in in one kind of like tradesman tools, and one of the options was weaver, and I just thought that was very funny. If uh, if I imagined like cat with uh, you know their many legs, like just we like knitting and weaving <laughs> from like Nobi's wool. Um, yeah, ants are actually really gifted builders. That's a thing. I, I will also point That's out true. several point. details. I like your characteristics section here, Sophie, because you've done just a great job again. I like their faith, Nobi, <laughs> hair, floof, skin, lots. Well, I, let me hold you up. Let me hold you up. Faith, Nobi, because Nobi was told that he is a god and does believe it. Oh, I know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I also like skin, lots, uh, eyes, four. Height varies, <laughs> but then of course the gender, which is justice. <laughs> yeah, I I'm just trying to fill it out. I got it. I tried to get in the in the mindset of a sheep and an antlion, trying to figure out a uh, f- fill out a character sheet together, mm-hmm. and I just did my best. Job. I, I I love it. 
animals are like, well, what defines me? Justice, obviously. Okay. <laughs> right. <laughs> I figured that between them, their alignment was chaotic neutral because I kind of picture um, uh, one of them as being lawful evil and the other being uh, uh, chaotic good and kind of averaging together into chaotic neutral somewhere. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's how that works. The math, you do first, outer, <laughs> inner, last, yes. or foil, <laughs> yeah. and then you could figure out their alignment. Mm-hmm. Fantastic work here. Thank you. Um, actually, there was there was a new Shimigami Tensai trailer today, which made me revisit the entry in the Pokedex, if you will, from Mirmacolians from that series. Mm-hmm. I want to read this to you. A monster whose front half is a lion and back half is an ant. It is said to be born when a male lion impregnates an no. ant egg. No. <laughs> oh. uh, I'm not done. You thought that was how bad it gets. <laughs> Does this happen naturally or you know, with intervention? Megami Tensai doesn't really get too deep into that, unfortunately. How big? Wait, no. So if the lion is... Is Im- mm-hmm. is impregnating an egg? Is the egg Ma- from Mari. inside the ant queen? Mari. How big is the ant hey, queen? Hey, check this one out. Check this one out. This will really bake your noodle. L- uh, male lions are actually not very sexually aggressive at all. Female lions are. Uh, male lions are just kind of hanging around, being boy toys for the whole pride. Wait, I'm into this. I like this information. Really, what you got to imagine is the ant queen coming to the lion. Like, what's up? There's a great video of a female lion who's very horny trying to get the male lion to fuck her, and he won't, so she starts biting his balls. Um, and I, oh. I've seen that. I sent that video to my girlfriend, and I was like, it you. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Is this a flex, Austin? Are you trying to flex I don't right know. now? I'm just, I'm relating an anecdote to my friends, but I do have more from the Pokedex here. Uh, oh, no. It says, because its father is carnivorous and its mother herbivorous, it eats nothing and dies of of starvation. (laughs) Oh, my God. Is that how that works? They just just cancel each other out? Absolutely not. That's not true in the mythology and also just not true of of biology. I I just love the fact that it's just like, listen, okay, you can either be carnivorous or herbivorous. You can't be both. There's no such thing. Here's the truth. Here's the truth that SMT won't tell you. This creature knows how it came to be, and that's why it refuses to eat. It's like, no, I must, so I must not continue. <laughs> it's trying to make itself extinct as soon as possible. It, it comes bored with that little like tape that says, watch this, and it watches the tape. And it's like, oh, no. this, is how you, this is how you came to be. Send that tape to Mari to answer her questions. Uh, but- well, I... <laughs> yeah, but you know, it's kind of like when you found out that like fetishes are genetically inherited, and then you immediately forget it as are soon they? as someone tells you. <laughs> no, are they? <laughs> We're back to the Stockholm syndrome. We have to explain some things to her off-air audience. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I know it's just a TikTok thing. I no. don't actually believe it. Okay, <laughs> Is <okay>. it true? <gasps> hey, there's science behind it. I thought it was fake. Please don't. It's fake. No. I'm pretty sure it's not. I, me walking up to straight couples and asking them which one's the giant ant queen and which one's the lion. <laughs> yes! <laughs> uh, 
I just do like the idea that uh, that nobody who worked on SMT ever saw like an ant, a bunch of ants eat a spider or a yeah. caterpillar. I mean, that's that's, that's, that, that's the first thing that spoke out to me. I'm just like, right? Ants are cur- are, are not herbivorous. They they eat whatever. <laughs> they'll they'll just eat whatever the fuck they want. You ever played Sim Ant? Imagine going. Yeah. Imagine going to the Shin Megami Tensei like dev team and they're like oh did you like your game no you know why in this entry for this half lion half ant you said this would happen and that's just not biologically correct and you walk away your game isn't scientifically accurate that's what destroyed atlas and why they had to be purchased by sega to save the companies because someone realized mm-hmm. that we are a thousand right. years into this recording and we got to get back into the thing we're doing oh gosh okay. yeah, listen uh, listen it was, it was it, i actually destroyed atlas it was that, that was a hell of a millennium but you know let's yeah, let's just get back to it um uh so so the party is going to venta the barber surgeon are you talking about anything on the way there a lot's happened how do you all feel you want to meet get some character voice work uh, i I hope we can get both some useful information on Venta and I can get some, well, work done on me while I'm there. It feels like it's, it feels like it's important with our friend now in charge that we do the thing well to, that's kind of reflect, isn't it? I hope Venta lets me drink the blood off the floor. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus Christ. I... I, I do have the most confidence in us doing the best that we can, but at most, I hope that this will uh, that this will ease some of the concerns of others about Philippa being in charge. Right, we're gonna bring justice to Grendel like an iron fist. <laughs> Roll dexterity, please. Saving throws to cross the tarn because the frozen uh, lake blocks the path to Ventas. I think one of the first things, Philippa, uh, you were planning on do- doing was making a permanent wintertime bridge during the summer. Indeed, there is an alternate path, but I got a natural twenty. Well, no, you rolled twenty. You didn't roll d twenty. That's. <gasps> <laughs> Are you serious? Is that not count? No, no, no. He just rolled the number two. I've I've done that more than once. Um, and being like, oh, that's ground. No. Oh. Here's the secret. If you don't tell anyone, no one will know. Um. So slime trips their very first step and just hits every rock and everything. <laughs> All the way across. Uh-huh. I, I I like to th- to think that that twenty that you thought you'd rolled plays into this. It's like, oh, I can definitely do, and over you go. <laughs> yeah, slime just just walks straight into it and falls all the way down, hitting every rock and branch and like tree every single way, and somehow all the way back up to the other side. Somehow. Yep. Okay, so Neelith, you levitate over the ice. Uh, Cat and Nobi, uh, with animal dexterity, or you know their t- toe beans and hooves, respectively, uh, expertly navigate. Right. Slime eats shit, and Ozzy eats shit. Halfway across, Nobi stings Cat, and Cat's like, "Why?" <laughs> You jerk. I rolled a three for damage for Slime and Ozzy, not for not for the scorpion and the frog, just for, for the dorks. <laughs> Um, so yeah, if you want, if you want to add a stank to, to Ozzy's eating shit, you can. But I'm not going to enforce anything more than the three damage on. I, I, I okay. Try to think of what would be appropriate to determine whether this adds just adds to Ozzy's concussion counter in this case here. 
uh i'll 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 just make an additional dexterity saving throw to see if that just that's in there oh, that's a 15 so ozzy hits the ground but doesn't slam his head into the ice you you know the landing you style it out yeah exactly he he he, he <laughs> rolls with the impact and slides along his back and then just sort of like sighs gently before dragging himself across the ice surface luckily he's going to a doctor so as soon as you make it across the icy frozen uh, pond here in front of the cave, you see in the distance the barber pole that's attached to the outside. Mm -hmm. You can see uh, light inside, probably from candles or magical, um, you know, glowing rocks that Venta has in there. And you already hear his voice from a distance away. Uh, he's he's singing a little song. Mm -hmm. It's priest. Have a little priest. Is it really good, sir? It's too good, at least. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, we're not bothering you, are we? Uh <laughs> you enter the you enter the cave and you see uh Venta, who is a bozog. He has a jaunty hat. I think we discussed this earlier as a boater hat. Was that what it was called? I think so, yes. Yeah. Uh you see he is wearing uh bladed shoes. Essentially like uh he's wearing uh you know, it's like gauntlets. All the fingers are scalpels, but as shoes because he does not have hands or arms, just wings. And so he does all his work with with his very dexterous feet. And he is cleaning uh, up the shop, um, moving things around. It looks like just, uh, you know, sometimes you just decide to take everything apart in your house. Ostrich man, I like your shoes. They remind me of Freddy Cougar, the prop, the popular children's legend. <laughs> 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 yeah, uh, I think uh, Venta jumps up on a a chair, one of the spinning barber chairs, spins around at like three hundred and sixty, and like poses with the the gloves uh, claws out, <laughs> and says, "You have some pretty good claws yourself." <laughs> uh, can you can you remind us um, what what is the info that led us here? I'm trying to remember. <laughs> Uh, gloves, I believe, being a thing because of moving the uh, artifact, um, touching it would cause all the knowledge to seep in and such, I believe. So moving it with having protective gloves, I believe, was part of the idea. Um, so we're, we're here on, um, work business today. We want to, we're here to requisition your gloves. Fork them over, it's in the name of justice. <laughs> I don't see a badge. I mean, look, we're, we're here to just- I'll show you a badge, motherfucker. <laughs> ignore, ignore the sheep, ignore the sheep. Um, so how many, set, out of curiosity, how many sets of gloves do you have? Oh, I can't wait to show you. Uh, Venta jumps across the cave to their side and like kicks a button. It's like how people with hands and arms would open up, uh, you know, a wardrobe to show you their collection of things. Uh, Venta like basically pushes a switch with his foot, which opens a hatch in the floor. And you see uh, dozens of different boots uh, in each of them is adapted for different uh, activities that a Bozog could take part in. Uh, some of the, the shoes have like very fine motor control things for, you know, if you wanted to paint a Warhammer model. <laughs> some are just like real big and heavy for mm -hmm. trudging through the snow. Uh, some have like surgical equipment because he is the barber surgeon. Uh, those two occupations are the same in 
the kind of technology period we're playing in. Mm-hmm. So there's like, you know, uh, all kinds of scary looking sharp metal things attached to various boots. And then there's some that are just like soft and nice and comfortable and, you know, so on and so forth. This this is like his prize collection. This is his. Uh, this sounds like if we had the budget for it, and I had the knack for it. This would have been like the opportune time for an extended musical number about all the various gloves slash boots that Venta has and demonstrating all the purposes and uses of them. Uh, yeah, it'd be like a parody of these boots were made for walking, but they're made for many different things. And each mm-hmm, verse describes mm-hmm. a new thing. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm so sad we don't have the budget <laughs> for that. Yeah. <laughs> unfortunately, it was, it was a very elaborate dance number two, but unfortunately, uh, we had to ax it. Uh, so- uh, Neelith is looking around to the rest of the party for if anyone else wants to tackle this because Neelith's instinct is to is to just out and out say we're looking for someone who maybe stole a big magical artifact that's very big and you can't touch it and we think maybe you did it or you gave your gloves to someone and we don't know who that is and considering how that went a minute ago um, Neelith Ozzy's going to Ozzy's going to like raise his hand as you sort of look around as Neelith looks around and just sort of steps forward and says before we get to asking about barring any uh, any uh, protective gear I would it be too much to ask for a quick checkup uh I wish to indulge in some of your services today, Venta, while we discuss other bits of work. So in the same way that the different villagers have different uh, mechanical benefits, like you get items from Hale, you get clothes from Marina, uh, Venta can remove permanent uh, injuries. Uh, I think we've had two people get down this season. Slime can switch bodies, so that wasn't really an issue. But you did uh, have a concussion from getting hit in the face with a drill Mm -hmm. so that's kind of what venta is for is uh removing things like that so if that's what you want to do here uh we can definitely do that ozzy is doing it one because the headaches are definitely getting to be problematic for him but also because he feels that it would also uh ease the mood of the room a little bit to also show his appreciation for what venta does as a regular customer Aze, can I ask you a question? Is it about? Is this going to be about blood, slime? Yes. <laughs> I don't think. Can I ask? Okay. Can Can I ask it? Yeah, yeah, I <laughs> I think I know what the question is going to be, but yes, let me go ahead and ask it. When you get the drill piece removed, can I lick your brain? I don't think there's a drill piece in my head, just the wound that it left behind. All right, so then I can look it now, then. I uh, think that might be best after my treatment here. So I can lick your head after? We'll, 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 we'll discuss it after, if that's okay. Is this an inappropriate question? I'm. I've never been asked if someone can lick my head. Actually, wait. No, Drip has asked that question multiple times, but it feels more appropriate for Drip to ask that than in this situation. I see. 
It's a shame Batman isn't as enthusiastic about tongue stuff as Slime is. <laughs> Batman? Well, oh, yeah, apparently Batman's not allowed to do cunnilingus. <laughs> oh, well, guess what? It's too late. It's already in the show. <laughs> it's too late. He already did it to me. <laughs> hey, hey, if the videos I've seen on the internet are true... <laughs> it's too late. He already ate Catwoman's pussy. It's too late. You can't take it back, DC. Yeah, I've already seen it. <laughs> this is already getting cut, so I might as well say I saw a tweet where someone was like, not only does Batman eat pussy, he gets pegged regularly and had the sound thing in his life. Um, no, Batman and, and Batman and Catwoman are furries who yiff on the fur on the in the rooftops with their fur suits on. I yeah, don't understand yeah. why no one else can see no, this. No, I see this. We've we've agreed on this before. Thank you. This is not getting cut. Are you out of your mind? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Well, so Ozzy will just gesture towards the head wound and say, "I uh, suffered a pretty rough injury while." We were dealing with the good neighbors as they were all about town, Venta. Yeah, so there's, a, I think, a curtain at the back of the barber shop. The other half of the cave is uh, operating theater, mm-hmm. uh, which is how they used to do surgery. It was a spectator sport. Wow. I don't know if you've Woo! ever looked into this. It's real wild the way people used to get nasty inside the body. And uh, if you want to step step behind this curtain. Uh, as they will. I like to think there's a little bleacher section for, you know, the pizza rats. I mean, they're everywhere in town. I'm saying it. <laughs> they like to watch. Okay. We know they like to watch. So can I say uh, what Kat is doing? Yeah, that's what literally I was about to say is we're kind of having two scenes now. What do the rest of you do on the other side of the curtain in the cave? Yeah, so Cat would be practicing painting, and I think that Cat would definitely be practicing painting the operation. Um, mm. Because, yeah, <laughs> it's the interesting thing mm. to paint. Give me an intelligence check. Uh, maybe Arcana, in fact. Oh, mm. uh, intelligence is my lowest. Oh, it's no, tied. not quite my it's lowest. Tied, but yeah. That's cool. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, here we go. Here we go. Let's, let's see what happens. Mm. Mm. 14. Yeah, with 14, uh, describe your drawing and I'll tell you the kind of the consequences of this because remember, Hale gave it to you to experiment with. So I think that Cat, yeah, so I think that Cat, uh, do you know how um, in like um, a lot of really ancient art, like things that are considered more important are drawn much bigger? Like you can tell when pharaohs are doing, having their official portraits because they'll be drawn like twice the size of their parents. Um, <laughs> I think that Cat is drawing like what's ostensibly the operation, mm-hmm. but is actually like a tiny little Venta operating on Aze and then like slime really big. Okay, where are you drawing this? On the floor, on the wall? On the wall. Mm. Yeah, on the wall of the of the barbers, uh like, yeah. Yeah, okay. I mean cave painting is absolutely a thing. Uh you didn't get really get permission, but you're also a cat, so whose fault is it really? Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Also, Laura just put a picture of a giant Batman balloon uh, eating a giant Catwoman balloon's ass is kind of what this looks oh, like. Oh, yeah. All right. It's all right That's when good. everyone else says the horny stuff, but when I say the horny stuff, oh, uh-huh. I'm bringing up legitimate points, scientific thoughts. Look, I just quietly post it in the chat and get on with it. Uh-huh. Uh, 
So Cat draws this uh, Venta slime and Aze operation on the wall, and you all can see this, and the little figures uh, slightly animate, like almost like a gif. You see, uh, you know, the Venta figure uh, balanced on the table, the way he does operations with the the shiny bladed boots and like cutting into Aze's head and there's a spray of blood and the little animated slime figure like laps it up. It's very hieroglyphic so it's like big drops shoot up and they go into your mouth. But uh, (laughs) it it absolutely is uh, animated for uh, you know a a bit and then it stops and so with a 14 I want to say you get the sense that the the magic paintbrush can make things real for a short period of time. Mm. Uh, Drawing like stick figures won't have that much of a tangible impact, uh, but if it's something uh, you need in a pinch that isn't complicated, mm. that might be an application of this. For example, you couldn't draw like a you know assault rifle and have it. That's like it, w- it would just be a, <laughs> right. it would be like an assault rifle shaped two D image. But if you drew, for example, uh, a door, and then you could turn mm. turn the handle mm. and walk through whatever it's drawn on, something of that mm. complexity. Uh. Can it create life? Mother, I am going to paint a map to where the rock is. <laughs> Cat paints a map to where the rock is? Yeah, I mean, you have a, a childish drawing of a map with, it says, like, rock is here, but it does not, ble- it does not uh, bend reality to your whim. Excellent use of abstract thinking, Cat. I'm proud of you. Thank you. Uh, um... My question to you, Austin, is based on the painting, how many hit points is Ozzy going to lose as a result of this operation? We'll get there. I want to check on everybody on, on the other side of the curtain. Slime takes the map that Cat drew and then like shoves it onto their body with a stick that they found, as if they are a refrigerator pitting their child's painting. Aww. Uh, oh, like uh, using Play-Doh on a newspaper. Yeah, so it's kind of like <laughs> icky and gross now, but it will be absorbed into my slime mass. Yeah, also not a meaningful <laughs> representation of anything, but I definitely approve of this character moment. <laughs> <laughs> like getting a tattoo of your child's drawing. <laughs> yes. Okay. Uh, Aze, so on the other side of the curtain, uh, your head wound is getting looked at. Um, Venta says about how magic can do a lot of healing. Obviously I can close gaping wounds and it can uh, remove, you know, illnesses from the blood, but there are a lot of things that magic doesn't readily do, you know, getting rid of hangovers and uh, skin blemishes, the uh, chiropractic. There's a lot of stuff that D and D magic really doesn't cover. Uh, as far as your head wound there, um, uh, Venta is going to roll medicine. This might be a time for me to invoke benefit if necessary. Ooh. Nine. I'm going to invoke a benefit so they can add a D6 to that roll to make it not a nine. All right. <laughs> Probably a correct choice. Uh, wow, a D6. I only rolled a one. Oh, no, it's just a 10. Well, it's not a nine, I guess. Yeah. So average. Uh, with the 10, I think Venta uh, you know, gets the the sanitizing gloves on uh wipes down the area like there's this, this glove they're basically sponges uh he has all kinds of disinfecting liquid he can dunk, dunk them in clean the spot uh look inside drain the pus sew it up uh but it, i don't know how much of the the effect this is going to have on the long-term damage do you want to change the effect from disadvantage on concentration checks to something milder hmm something milder to that uh 
I was thinking just like a static minus one instead of disadvantage. A static minus one on, on concentration checks? Yeah. Yeah, okay, we can do that. That makes it a minus two as opposed to just minus one. So we can do that. All right. So, I yeah, your your wound gets cleaned up a little bit. The swelling goes down. It's going to decrease the headaches, but you still did get concussed. Mm-hmm. Can we do an arcana or investigation check? Yeah, we're in the middle of an investigation. I, w- I would love an investigation check. Oh, yeah. Okay. So if we all roll that. I was debating how much damage you're going to roll on Ozzy there. <laughs> 18. Ooh, a botch on investigation. Oh. Oof. Dream team, investigate. Come on. Let's see if a... Uh... Uh, Nobi is lecturing the room about how he'd be a fine philosopher king and and Cat wouldn't investigate until unless directly mm. prompted because he's obsessed with the painting. Mm. I'm just trying to be true to character here. Cat, investigate the scene. Unless you want to look at the painting, then don't. But please do. Oh. Okay. <laughs> Good cat. Thank you. You can't tell cats what to do. You have to just suggest it lightly. So. Three. I tried, mother. You did good. You did great. You have to make cats think it was their idea. Mm-hmm. I will paint an investigation. That That is a great idea, Cat. Proud of your innovation. I was told that saying you're proud of your offspring is good. I did not give birth to Cat. How was I born? Uh, well, when a male lion oh, no. falls in love with a giant insect queen... They inseminate their Wait, abdomen. mother. I hate this. What is love? <laughs> love is an amount of neurochemical reactions inside your brain that make you think that you need to be attached to another organic being for purposes of recreation. It also feels very good. Hmm. I will think about this for a while. Those are also neurochemical reactions. Everything you do is just a chemical reaction. Oh. But that doesn't make your life any less meaningful. I will think about this for a really long while. Probably should not. Oh. <laughs> oh, no. So on the investigation <laughs> checks, we had two, three, and 18. So the party fails, and the two was a botch. So pretty bad. I think what happens here is you're all kind of like poking around Venta's stuff. Um, and you, uh, Neilith, you knock over uh, a bunch of glass containers, which have like scissors and combs inside, inside of the uh, disinfecting fluid, and you smash a bunch of Venta's stuff. No. Oops. That's not ideal. Uh, Venta hears that, obviously, jumps off the operating table. Aze, you're still like tied down, not like, you know, it's, it's not like a, a hostile thing, it's not a saw. Uh, kind of tied down, but just for surgery purposes, you just have like you know uh, light restraints on, um, mm-hmm. and so v- Venta like jumps down, you know pushes the curtain aside, runs out and sees the all the smashed glass, and says, "What the heck? Is there more smashable stuff?" Yes, he said trepidatiously. Nobi smashes more of the smashable stuff and goes, "Where are the rocks?" Okay, well, this audience, this has been quite a choice they just made. Um, Th- they? I, no. <laughs> no. I was going to very politely show a thing and say, have you seen this? Okay, it was a choice and a bad role that were made. Um, 
here's something that was underneath this scene that I'm now revealing, which is uh, we are 17 episodes into the season and no one has ever visited Venta during downtime. Um, and there was always going to be consequences for stuff like that. But now with the smashing, the consequences uh, happen more immediately <laughs> than I was expecting. Uh, you see Venta, this uh, like six foot tall, very sharp uh, dinosaur-like creature, uh, wings spread, just a, a really enormous wingspan, shadow cast uh, on the cave wall behind him from the candles in the barber shop, and you see his shadow on the wall, which is this impressive uh, raptor, begin to uh, move separately from his motions. I'm ter ter terribly sorry. Um, Nobi says... Prepare to perish, Dark One. No, maybe, maybe don't, maybe don't. Um, really, really, really sorry, really sorry, terribly sorry. Uh, roll initiative. Mmm. Aze, you're gonna miss out uh, on uh, the first couple of rounds. Uh, both yep. uh, di dizzy and strapped to the table. Very interesting stuff we have going on here. <laughs> wow. Uh, Sixteen. Did not see this coming. Oh gosh, we gotta, we gotta like, we gotta rein Nobi in. No. <laughs> oh yeah, Nobi is awful. This is a character choice. So Cat, uh, you see the shadow moving. It's bending unnaturally, growing larger and larger, even though the light source isn't moving. Uh, what do you do? You want initiative, and you have cat-like reflexes. Yeah, uh, I'd like to enter the barbarian rage, but uh, for the actual action, I'd like to. I'd like for Cat to grapple with Venta. Uh, all right. Yeah, let's do a strength contest. Well, I have a, I have a, I have a pin move. Uh, so that, so that if I'm grappling with someone, I can pin them. Mm. Yeah, you have to grapple um, me first, don't you? Yeah, that is that. Yes, exactly. Oof. Oh God, I botched it. Oh, I crit. <gasps> oh my God. Strength gosh. is my best thing, and I fucking botched it. Oh gosh. Uh, Good lord. Austin. Yeah. Don't do it. So don't do it. <laughs> that's a that's a rare and beautiful crotch we have there, the crit botch. Mm -hmm. And that I basically have carte blanche to do whatever the fuck I want right now. Uh and I'm gonna use it. So uh cat, you leap forward at Venta, uh, who does he's wearing these shoes which have these wicked blades on them. There's like surgery uh, you know, equipment. Uh but what happens when you leap is unexpectedly instead of Venta striking at you, the shadow peels off the wall and grabs you. Uh, let's see here. Oh no. Plus nine to hit these stats, my word. Uh, 17 and 12. Yeah, I have 11 armor class. Oh dear, oh dear, oh dear. Mm. Your first combat is not gonna go well. Austin, if you kill my pet in front of me, I'll be upset. Cat. Cat is a, a in a rage, so it's gonna take half damage from this very meaty b attack. Yeah, uh, sixty-five damage. Oh my oh, god! Oh fuck! So that's thirty-two. Mm-hmm. How do you? Okay. How does that feel? Bad, real bad, man. Yeah. Uh, so you see the 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 shadow peel off the wall. Uh, dive down essentially grab you out of midair and uh stabs you with a bunch of blades you didn't know it had uh and oh my god 
Yeah. And you see that as the shadow, everyone else sees the shadow grab Cat and start mutilating him in front of you. And you see the, the shape the shadow takes. Oh my god, that's bad to see. That's a one that's not good on the eyeballs. Oh, oh, hey! It's one of those dream things. Nice. Yes, you recognize the quarry, the the creatures from the the Dalcor, the dream realm, uh, that Neolith has warned are trying to sneak into the minds of the villagers. Now that they know that the village is here, uh, for to for a reminder, everybody, they're a uh, snake-like. They're kind of long, uh, you know, tubular body, but they have a bunch of tiny arms running up their sides and then two giant lobster-like claws. Uh, they have a face at the top. Instead of like a snake's head, they're like essentially decapitated and they have a bunch of eyes kind of like jammed into the neck stump. Um, just a truly grotesque creature. And it, it is these huge piercing lobster claws that get rammed into cat's guts. It looks like uh, if someone in the Fallout universe had a night terror, what that would look like. Oof. Yeah, so that would have been 65 damage if you hadn't been in a barbarian rage. Neelith, <sighs> it's your turn. Um, okay, so do we know enough about these things to be like, is this... Presumably this thing is actively impacting Venter's behavior, and if we can defeat this thing in a fight. Religion. Venta might be better afterwards. Yeah, I thought we might. Okay, uh... Yeah, 11. Slightly above average. Yeah, so you know that this thing has infested Venta's mind. I mean, out of character, I'm just gonna say it's because you didn't visit Venta enough. Uh, Mm -hmm. Not once has anyone visited Venta during downtime, and so he had too much time alone with his thoughts. Mm -hmm. Uh, And now that there is a monster inside of his head, uh, because it's the consciousness that's infested you uh, with an 11, I'll say, uh, if Venta is no longer conscious, you no longer have to worry about the monster in the short term, then maybe there's more you can be done after. But with an 11, I'll say your short-term goal should be to knock Venta unconscious. And then anything after that is after that. Yeah, with the... With the stat numbers this monster's doing, that seems like the the better the better plan. Okay. Um Aze, by the way, is just strapped to the table mid surgery. Uh do you want is it, did Ozzy take damage before the fight began? I want to ask as a question here. I was gonna give you surgery damage if Vento rolled low on medicine, but I, I rolled average, so I didn't think it was appropriate. Okay. Well that that's so that, that benefit saved Ozzy from taking damage. Got it. <laughs> Sorry that this is taking me a second. I hadn't anticipated using a thing. I hadn't anticipated uh, the thing revealing itself. Mm-hmm. Nobody anticipates Nobi. <laughs> Gosh. Nobody expects the sheepish Inquisition. <laughs> I'm going to go for just a melee attack with my frying pan, because if, if cartoons have taught me anything, hitting someone around the head with a frying pan is a really good way to rend them unconscious. <laughs> um, There's a great Sawbones episode about how that's nothing, but... <laughs> no, I'm well aware that's nothing, but... Austin, yeah. we're in a fictional world, can I please knock mm. someone unconscious with a frying pan? Yeah, your frying pan has rapier stats as a bard, you can absolutely go ham. That's five. I... Mm, that's unhelpful. That's not ham. That's not even bacon. <laughs> Neelith is not designed for unconsciousing things. Okay, so we're trying to to hurt Venta. We're tr- you're trying to subdue Venta because right now 
because Venta was startled and scared enough, the the quarry has emerged and is attacking. And since the quarry is tied to Venta being conscious, knocking Venta unconscious would immediately take away the main threat while not addressing the underlying cause, which is there's a quarry in Venta's mind that needs to be dealt with. Right. I'm just thinking of it from Slime's point of view, who spent a lot of time and energy on Cat and then saw Cat mm-hmm. get really hurt. So usually Slime would be very logical about this, but I feel like this might not be one of those times. Mother, is pain just brain chemicals? <laughs> oh my god, I cast my fourth level blight! Hell yeah! Let's go! <laughs> just pure rage and reaction. Uh-huh. Slime has never felt this level of upsetness because they put so much time and effort into an entity they did not take over their brain to mm-hmm. and still was able to establish a connection. So this is very important. All right, Blight is a really cool spell. Mm-hmm. Yes, necromantic energy washes over a creature of your choice that you choose within range, draining moisture and vitality from it. The target must take a constitution saving throw. 10. 41. Holy shit, yeah, that's a lot. So uh, paint me the picture of Blight. I think this is the first time you've used it. So what does it look like when Slime uses this really uh, gnarly spell? Uh, slime unhinges their jaw and a horrible cloud of nightmarish spores that look like tiny bugs come out and they land on Venta and suck this moisture and life out of them. Mm, wow. Yeah, so that hurts Venta a lot. And since Aze is still uh, behind the curtain, he's going to spend his turn uh, trying to get up and, uh, you know, holding his head as it's, he's still kind of dizzy, try to join the fight. So that's his turn. And then we go to Venta. So there's actually two combatants. There's Venta the Bozog, who has, uh, you know, very powerful kicks and is going to attempt to kick Slime for the Blight. Boop. 23. That's going to hit a wizard. The only way that Venta could miss is rolling a natural one if attacking Slime. Yeah. All right. <laughs> wow. 22. Venta puts his foot through your body. Uh, slime looks at it and still in pure rage is just mm-hmm. doesn't even care. Wow. Um, Grabs onto the foot. <laughs> it looks right in their eyes. Austin, I hope you realize after this, this arc, every downtime scene now is going to be Neelith being like, group hangout for everyone in town. That <laughs> Pete's party for everyone in town. Everyone's invited and everyone hangs out. Attending the pizza party is mandatory. <laughs> Violators will be shot. Mandatory pizza parties under threat of Eat death. Eat the pizza or else. I sure hope there aren't any kind of environmental challenges to gathering everyone together, like um, the weather or anything mm-hmm. that have been included in ahead of time. So the quarry has very badly injured cat uh, is going to just like drop you to the ground with its huge claws. It is uh, not fully material in this world. It is kind of like a living thought. Uh, so it is a part partially shadow here, um, and it, but it's this long serpentine shadow with these giant lobster claws and all these weird glowing eye spots on it. It drops cat's body. Uh, Neil, if you ran through forward and bonked him, with your frying pan, no effect, and the quarry uh, tries to snatch you up. Uh, 21. Yeah, that is some damage I've taken, huh? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Ooh. 
18 as it snaps its claws around you and there is a, a squishing skin breaking noise. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think in this case, this is, um, this is actually Nobi and Nobi's like, um, uh, trying to sound cool when he goes, um, prepare to meet the long arm, arm of the law. And, um, like, uh, Rams, like, yeah, I guess like Rams trying to knock down Venta. Yeah. Um, Rams are sheep, I, right? Rams are male sheep. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, 17. It's going to be five plus two with, with the, let's see. And then the other one is 10. All right, so one hits. Uh, although you are technically doing unarmed because you're a sheep, uh, you're as a barbarian, you're entitled to a two d six weapon. Mm-hmm. So you can you you can reflavor the two d six plus strength. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. I wonder if yeah maybe the maybe Nobi has little horns or or maybe has gotten a little like helmet for battle or something. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think we did a downtime with Marina to get you a little battle helmet. Yeah, that's a fair that's a fair point. Um so that'll be two D six plus six would be the damage. And that's eleven. Yeah, the roll could be better, but uh you run over and you slam Venta with your head, Nobi, and uh he like drops to one knee. Uh clearly the blight took a, a toll on him. He seems like he's uh getting getting there. Neelith I'm gonna try again doing the bonk on the head. I'm I'm committed now. I wanted I, w- I want to get the, that zero points done by doing a bonk on the head. Mm-hmm. Come on, good roll. Eleven. Will eleven hit? No, eleven will not hit. Bonk. Oh. Bonk. Feeble bonk. Did you say evil bonk? I said feeble bonk. Oh, feeble bonk. Okay. I like mm. evil bonk better. <laughs> I only got two benefits left. Should I use one of the benefits for this? Uh, I don't know. Slime. You see, mm. uh, uh, Neelith is trying to bonk Venta as the quarry, the nightmare snake lobster, is crushing Neelith's uh, body with its giant claw. What do you do? I cast Vampiric Touch. Um level three because i'm not a lot of level four mm-hmm. um basically i just jump on top of venta and try my best to bite through their skull oh my gosh working. but uh-huh. you know just, just opening up my chest cavity to really get my starfish guts on them mm-hmm. <laughs> and suck up as much as i can out of their body in order to get revenge on the only organ well there's two others that care about me are you trying to kill Venta is the question. Well, they... Well, let's roll. Uh, okay, so... Ten. Terrible! Terrible! I don't know why that happens to me. Oh, no. Why? 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 <laughs> uh, can Aze set up enough on the table to do something on his turn? So, Aze, uh, you pull the curtain aside, you see what's happening... Uh, the quarry has mangled Cat, has picked up Neelith, who is bonking away feebly, and uh, Slime is trying to bite through Venta's skull. Uh, this is like a very dramatic moment here. Um, I don't think I, I said at the top you missed two turns, and I don't want to. I don't want to be uh, a little wuss in front of the audience and back out just because I'm scared. And so I'm gonna say, uh, Venta tries to kick Slime again. Oh, God. twenty-two. All right. 
All right. Mm -hmm. Uh, 30 damage. I'm dead. You're not dead. (laughs) Every time. (laughs) Every time. Okay. (laughs) Yeah, you're unconscious, but not dead. I'm alive, but I'm dead. How does that look, Slime? I my body literally explodes. Oh my god. Oh my god. So just explodes everywhere. And in my last dying breath I say, "Cat, eat my body to heal." And then I explode. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Venta kicks you so hard you pop like a zit. Uh and then uh ne- Jesus Christ. Neilith uh the quarry tries to crush you. Uh, strength contest. Um, are you sure you wouldn't rather a charisma contest? I, I can be very charismatic when I try. Nine. <sighs> Neelith? Neelith? Um, three? Ah. Uh, oh, oh, no. I, I, I don't think Benefic will help enough because they have to roll six to make it even Oh, my tie. God. I can't believe how wrong this has gone. If you could turn back time, would you would you not smash Venta's shit? I didn't want to smash Venta's shit. I wanted to show up a thing. 32. Okay. Okay. I'm still up. What the fuck, Neelith? Not my mother. I'm still up. Holy shit. All right, cat, we're back up. Neelith is about to be fucking popped. I... I... You've done 50 damage to me. I am still on my feet. All right, yeah. Venta Venta explodes slime all over the cave, and the quarry picks up poor little Neelith in its claws and is going to repeat that. What do you do? Oh, Jesus Christ. Uh, Cat would go, Mother, no! And, um, <laughs> like, uh, pounce, uh, like, tra- I-, I think, uh, like, yeah, like slam into Venta, like maybe slam him into the wall if possible. Um, so it's it very much is like a bludgeoning attack, is what, how I'm imagining it. Um, I'll give I'll give that a couple of goes, I guess. Oh my god, this <laughs> um, is such a good fight! I'm I'm shaking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> attack one. Yeah, yeah. Here we go. No. Thirteen. No. Jesus Christ! Oh, no, come on. Eleven. No. Oh, all right. All right. So for the th- oh, okay for the thirteen, I'm in for the thirteen. I'm invoking benefic. Okay. Yeah. Roll d six and add that to the thirteen. Okay. Okay. Roll d six. Please. That's Four? seventeen. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. Okay. Oh my god. Okay. 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 Uh. So I get a two d six plus six. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Oh fuck. I'm gonna have a heart attack. <laughs> Aze has I'm, been unable to do it. anything I'm this entire it. fight. And attack. 17. Oh my god, paint me a word picture. I'm gonna go lie down. Fuck me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh... You almost killed us! Uh, okay, gotcha. Um, Cat has been, like, on the ground since being, uh, horribly mangled. Uh, just, like, weakened and dizzied. But then, like, the the sight of, uh, of his mother being just, like blown apart across the room uh, fills him with an ungodly rage and like from across the cave uh, he just like launches like a rocket just like his whole body is just a torpedo and he just slams into Venta and I assume there are like mirrors because it's like um, a barbershop yeah Um, I think that like he slams into Venta and slams Venta into the opposing wall and into a mirror which just like shatters all over uh, them as 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 he slams Venta into that wall, um, 
yeah, with just with his just with his paws like pinned to like I think aiming for the neck would be like where where his like predatory instinct would go. Yeah, so that's the question is like, yeah, you slam him into the wall, into the mirror so hard, knocks him unconscious. The shadow immediately goes back to a normal shadow, like the quarry just snaps out of consciousness. Uh, the question is, does everyone else have to keep you from murdering the town doctor? A hundred percent. There is uh, one person who could calm down Cat right now. Uh, Neelith, Neelith will get in between if necessary and just start shouting, Slime is going to be fine. This has happened before. Slime will be fine. Something evil has overtaken this person. Do not take it out on this person. We need to fix it. You d- not. I think, uh, Cat. I think I'm just. I'm just. I'm just rolling off of the off of the previous roll. Cat uh, like picks up one of the barber's chairs in his mouth and hurls it into one of the uh, currently unshattered mirrors, breaking that as well. But it's just an expression of rage. Yeah. Uh, and he just like slinks out of the cave. Damn, that's so sick. So I don't have any NPCs left in this conversation, so it's all up to you how this plays out. <laughs> now, Ozzy was able to hear Nobi, like, accelerate the situation, like, antagonize the situation up. Yeah, you got a shadow play on the curtain. Yeah. Yeah. Ozzy just lets out a... Nobi goes, Justice! Aze is going to walk over towards Nobi and slap Nobi across the face as hard as he can. <laughs> it's escalated so much. I thought this was going to be an episode about looking for a rock. <laughs> oh, boy. You did this to us. I don't understand. What do you, what do you mean Austin did? Nobi did this. But Aze is going to slap uh, Nobi just across the face as hard as he can. Um, uh. Nobi would go, um, um, don't you know who the fuck I am? Oh, Jesus. I'll tell, I will tell the governor you did this. You're going to, oh, you'll tell the governor, like, if you tell the governor anything, it will be about how you antagonized one of the villagers that you are supposed to be protecting. You are a member of this community and you do not treat the villagers here like they're beneath you whoa <laughs> uh nobi uh nobi says uh i treat them like they're in their proper place and i'll treat you how i feel as well oh my god he's a fascist sheep <laughs> also storms out like uh following cat in in the in the background of this, Neelith, very, 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 very low on health, is just in the remains of slime, just... Wait, Cat didn't eat my flesh. I know, Cat was too angry and just left without eating. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cat, Cat uh, averted, like, rec- recused themselves from the situation to not kill Venta. Um, <laughs> Neelith is in slime's remains just taking a minute to just... Be like, I know Slime is going to be okay and is going to be back in, like, half an hour or however long it takes. Um, still going to just take a minute to, to, you know, mourn as you would. Her friend just exploded. It's a lot. Slime re-coagulates. Uh-huh. Right? Yeah. Re-coagulates. <laughs> and just awkwardly takes the eyeballs they can find in an ear. Just... <laughs> Observes the mm-hmm. very high tension and just p- 
pats Neelith on the head with one of the eyeballs <laughs> and squirrels away. I'm glad you're okay. It's a lot seeing you explode. I'm glad you're okay. <laughs> I move the eyeballs up and down in a nodding nature. <laughs> Extend one to pat an eyeball on your shoulder. And then I squelch away. You know, there's a little puddle. Yeah, there's a lot to do here. The party's breaking up. Slime needs a new body. That's a thing to do. There's gloves you came for. <laughs> Venta's unconscious. Neelith is now mainly just like, oh god, I shouldn't have second-guessed myself. I should have just walked in and gone, hey, do you know where this rock is? Yeah, in hindsight. <laughs> that was the initial plan, and then it was like, oh no, no, watch for whatever, what the rest of the party will do. I'm sure they'll do a better job than me because I fuck things up. Oh no, maybe I should have just asked where the rock was. Slime comes back and forms their slime body into text message. Uh, you did great. You, the letter U, did, and then great, G8. Yeah, there's not a lot of slime. you got to be economical with the... Yeah, yeah. so... And then I slither away. It's so funny because I came into this episode thinking like they're going to ask Venta about the rock and I'll just like cryptically mention that no one's ever visited during downtime and there might be consequences. (laughs) And then that would be like the setup for something later. And then boom, just galaxy brain, incredible shit. (laughs) Oh, Christ. Yeah. So tell me what you do. There's a lot of stuff going on. This is it. We're in. This is good shit. Nobi quietly uh, walks back into the cave. You could say sheepishly. <laughs> I won't. Aze <laughs> will rest a hand on Neelith's shoulder and say, Come, Neelith, let's just take a moment to recover here. And he will use a th- uh, third level spell slot to cast um, a spell that's normally called Healing Spirit, but I'm reflavoring as Essence of the Cycle which creates a spirit that can kind of basically cure people that are like adjacent or in the spot of the thing uh, for several turns. I believe that's the one I want to use in this case here. Yeah, this is a famously overpowered spell. It is indeed overpowered. (laughs) Camp in it. (laughs) People can camp in it, essentially, yes. So um, uh, he's the the, the form of it, what happens is like a a spiritual uh, sort of a... Fa- like a celestial looking uh, tree sprouts up from the ground or adjacent to Venta forms into a full tree and then little leaves kind of fall down around it to kind of create a little little safe little spot in a five foot uh, cube and and uh, Ozzy will lead Neelith over to be to rest underneath the tree to heal up. Um, each turn for up to a minute it can heal 2d6 hit points and also Aze's invoking his wild shape uh, his uh, astral form for the cycle so each time it'll heal 2d6 plus 1d8 plus 5 hit points so basically Aze's arms form this the shape of like a tree and a leaf and this whole thing kind of forms in a delicate formation um, as he basically tries to heal up everyone that has been harmed um, in the space, including Venta. Um, Nobi would say, uh, I I couldn't find Cat. I, I can go find Cat if we... We should probably, we should probably find Cat. I, I can locate Creature. I can go find where they've gone. Um, hopefully... Th- um, 
this will help you a lot back here. Um, and Neelith is going to uh, use her ability to create a non-magical object that can exist for up to three hours, because proficiency bonus of three, uh, to create what's what's something we could use to restrain Venter until we have dealt with the problem of you are inhabited by an evil ghost scorpion. Shibari rope. Yeah, we could, we could just put Venta on the operating table after we heal Venta up here with, you know, things. So we have the means to do that. Well, in that yeah. case, I'll, I'll leave you to it. Um, yeah, Neelith is going to use um, locate creature and go and try and find Cat. Okay, Cat has gone to the governor's office. Okay, um... In that case, Neelith has used a very big spell to work out which she probably could have common sense, but she's going to go to the governor's <laughs> office. While all that's happening, Venta will, uh, uh, Aze will he make sure Venta is healed up and end up healing himself in the process, and then get Venta on the table and carefully strap them in. All right. Uh, Nobi uh, and Neelith go to the governor's. Aze stays behind with Venta. And Slime, are you going to get a new body? Yeah, um, actually, the plan for the next body was a prearranged agreement with Sun, Moon, Stars that they could pick a new body together. So oh. I don't know if any of you guys seen the 1994 movie Tammy and the T-Rex, where a dead person is resurrected inside <gasps> of a T-Rex's body. So there's this one part where the girlfriend, played by famous What's-Her-Face, <laughs> she's picking up dead bodies and showing them in front of the window while her Tyrannosaurus Rex boyfriend nods or nods or shakes their head <laughs> on approval on which dead body they want to steal to take over. So that is, I want to, that's essentially the energy that Slime and Sun Moon Stars are going to have when they're picking the next body. I haven't seen this film, but I do love that the kind of the dress up montage. We come out of the dressing room in a variety of quick cuts and your it, friends. It's literally that. Yeah. It's a yeah. montage of her holding up dead bodies in front of a window while a Tyrannosaurus Rex across the street nods in approval or shakes their head in dismissal. It's a great, terrible movie. Okay, so if you if we're gonna do that, like we just this you know terrible scene of all the the high tensions and yelling and then we just cut right into the montage of just <laughs> of like the fashion with some 80s throwback jams uh as sun moon stars uh sits thoughtfully on a gravestone and is like shaking her head as you come out of the graves in different bodies <laughs> yes yes uh gob I, so i've actually been thinking about this all season because you pick kind of uh you know human ish bodies uh the first two times there's a lot of D stuff to choose from uh as established the the village has a lot of goblins and goblinoids uh so bugbears and uh hobgoblins also orcs um but there's some more exotic ones uh specifically uh i have, have been holding my back pocket here thoughts about uh slime be, uh in the body of a demon or an angel oh my god both i think could be good vibes Ooh, I think Sun Moon Stars would really be into a demon because they're part <laughs> angel. Oh yeah, that's so that forbidden stuff. Like, ooh, like a little bit of role play. Well, bad boy. You know? A little bit of Stockholm. <laughs> yeah, a little bit of a little bit of that stuff. Uh, yes. Very tall, sexy, dead lady demon. Oh, lady demon. Okay. Are we? Is there any specific uh, lady demons uh, you have in mind? If I wanted to change your icon and roll twenty, I don't know. Well, they're still going to be disgusting and decaying. Well, sure. But like 
but sexy in the kind of the Lady Sylvanas kind of way. That's a Warcraft thing. I know. I knew a thing. <laughs> I don't know anything about Warcraft. Well, they make the undead ladies in Warcraft disturbingly sexy. So like that. Where it's like, but not too sexy because slime doesn't like to wear clothes. <laughs> so what you're, you're saying, you're saying that your character will not have a sexy butt is what you're saying, right? They will, but if anyone's uncomfortable with that, just simply imagine a thick layer of slime encrusting the back. <laughs> so in case, to make it unsexy. But if you want to think of it as sexy, you can take the slime away. We can't take that from you. I would try. I would do it if I could, but I cannot take that from you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we're doing the, the great montage. of 11 foot tall demon lady. Oh, Christ. Okay, I, I, I'm I'm gonna say for flavor, you can be 11 feet, but that's not gonna have any statistical impact because otherwise. <laughs> oh no, I don't expect it because the body is still like you know corrupted with rot. So. Yeah. So and also, uh, Sunmoon Stars is kind of little. Uh, she is you know goblin, uh, you know park goblin. So that's right. I imagine you, when when you pick the demon body and she says, "Oh, I love this one," and she holds her arms up for you to pick your pick her up. <laughs> So here's the important thing, because every time I've ever created a class that has horns, I've always liked it when the horns stuck out in front of the face, because uh-huh. I would like to imagine this giant creature I could sit on the horns, <laughs> and so forth, and so on. And that's what will be happening. There are a lot of horn options vis-a-vis character creation. I know I spent way too long in Dragon Age Inquisition trying to get my Kunari's horns right. You can get in there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Horns as a as a chair. Yes. <laughs> um. Now it's that you know that uh, meme with the the lady holding the other lady against the wall. I think it's from porn. Yeah. Uh. That's now sun moon stars and slimes vibe for a while. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Until the next time slime explodes. <laughs> okay. So you're you're holding sun moon stars up against a crypt <laughs> with your giant demon hand. Oh, upon sun moon stars, a quest. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yes. but from the in the distance, people can see the lights uh, shining up into the sky as her eyes roll back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Upon her frequent request. Oh. <laughs> All right. So, fucking hell. Uh, Philippa, Nobi, Cat, and Neilith. Let's get that scene once again. Sorry, Sophie, about your life choices. <laughs> <laughs> um. Oh, I guess. What Neelith and Nobi arrive? I I I assume I uh, that 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 Neelith probably arrives as Cat uh, is mid shouting at Philippa about how no one's respecting your authority or whatever. Uh, I mean, that's a misread on Cat. Um, that's Nobi's thing. I'm I'm being yeah, I'm being yeah, I'm yeah. being exaggeratory. What what, what is what is Cat yeah. saying to Philippa when when Neelith uh, walks I think, in? I think I think when Neelith walks in, um, Philippa is petting Cat and is casting. Uh, I think she has heal wounds. Cure wounds. I think is what it is. Yeah. Uh, oh, Neelith. Um, it's good that you're here. I uh, have heard everything from Kat of what happened. What started as an overthought, um, you know, we could have just walked in and asked some basic questions, turned into, oops, apparently we're not, we didn't do friendship good enough, and now one of our friends is inhabited by an evil ghost. Yes, um, can I talk with you just privately for a moment? Of, of course. 
Uh, hey, does the governor's office have multiple rooms, or is it just a shack? No, it's a whole lodge. Yeah, this was. It, oh, during, great. Okay. Dur- well, during season, people can like stay here. Right now, it's palatial, great. basically. In another room, um, Philippa would ask, um, "I need to know um, what was uh, your role, and specifically what was Nobi's role in what happened earlier today." I did a lot of overthinking rather than just asking, you know, just asking about the the rocks. Um, Trying to do some investigation, I tripped over my own feet and accidentally broke something. Um, That snowballed into, oh, are we breaking things? And then big monster thing showed up. Um... Neelith, I trust you, and you have been uh, the best friend I have had in in Grendel. And I need you to do something that I find very hard. Um, I'm going to need you to not give Nobi uh, the ability to talk to everyone anymore. <laughs> oh no, we got one episode! <laughs> I- <laughs> I I will break the news to him myself, but I need for you not any longer to let him speak to everyone because, at least for the time being, this is causing a lot of problems. Isn't this a, a sentient right violation? Yeah, I think this is sort of where Neelith is going. Is look before I take away the ability for someone to do basic communication, which feels kind of fucked up to do. He can still talk to me. Yeah, just... Do you know where they got this idea from? I think I have made a mistake in uh, how I have treated him, and uh, I have given him um, the, the, the great big boots. Look, you're in charge, and if that's how you want to handle this sure but I I ask that you try and talk to them and give them a chance for this to not be how we do this look like I said I trust you you have been the best friend I have had here this is really hard for me and I, I don't mean I think I've made some mistakes and like you and Aze told me, I don't think that a mistake can be bigger than Grendel, but this certainly has been one, I think. And I'm trying to make the best situation now that I can. I I, I know, I, I know this isn't easy. Um... Perhaps you could take responsibility for this if you feel strongly that his speech should not be taken away and if this happens or anything like this comes close to happening again then he knows that you will be able to stop this i honestly believe that this is a case of nobi being told something that they can be talked through I don't think this was out of malice, and I I don't like the thought of, of 
I don't like the thought of someone not being able to communicate with others after they've had that ability. So I, I will take I will take that responsibility. Okay, thank you. First, you assume responsibility for Ruth, then Nobi. Pretty soon, it's like World War One, where there's all <laughs> these alliances, and then a single thing goes wrong, and you have to take the fall for a hundred crimes simultaneously. Oh no, no! This is this is this is Neelith's problem. Neelith, Neelith, Neelith is gonna try her darndest to be the glue that holds this place together, <laughs> and that's gonna come crashing down. But Neelith's whole thing is feeding off of other people's energy and other people's experiences, and the thought of as someone who is is just survives off of being an empath, not being able to communicate after being able to communicate seems terrifying, and doesn't seem like like something that that Nobi needs to go through. I think Philip had raised her eyes a little and like sniffles, because um, her eyes are getting a little moist there, and like she's just like I don't think she was like full on weeping or anything, but she was just like a little clearly starting to. Uh, tear up and she says um, thank you again I will go and talk to Nobi now and I need you to report to me on what is going on with him I frequently I I, I will I'll keep I'll keep I'll keep you lit in uh, just yeah the final the final thing with these two would be like Philippa goes into the other room, and like you hear Nobi be like, um, "Mother, you, you, this is outrageous! Aze hit me. You need to listen." And um, you'd hear <laughs> oh like, uh, you'd hear like as Philippa like closes the door to just be alone with him. You'd hear her say like, "No, Nobi, you have to listen." And then that, the door would shut. All right. So does the group eventually come back together? Yeah. What do you do about Venta? What do you do about the gloves? What do you do about the rock? This investigation went from zero to sixty, and now we're on the on the ride. I mean, Aze is going to clean uh, as efficiently as he can, and then check on Venta to make sure that like Venta is like as well as can be in his in their unconscious state. Um, yeah, medicine check me. Hmm. Medicine. Cool. I have a plus eight to that, so hopefully this goes well. Seventeen. Nice. Yeah, I would say that considering that they were uh, smashed viciously into a wall, nearly had their throat ripped out, and then blight, which essentially rots you from the inside, Venta should be in really bad shape. Uh, Venta has never looked stronger and healthier. Uh, uh, Quarry are challenge rating seven, which Mm -hmm. is almost the the strength of the entire party mm-hmm. uh, and it's there's one inside of him so he if when he wakes up he's going to be dangerous uh you do not have to worry about him uh with the 17 i'm going to say uh th- that there's going to be some non-medical intervention some kind of magical intervention needed to to solve this problem mm-hmm. uh so that's something that the party needs to consider it's like a whole second part of this investigation now i want to do everything i can to make sure that when you wake, you will be back to you will be back to your old self, Venta. And he gives Venta a little like hug, pets them gently, and then proceeds to make his way back to town, going across the lake. And uh, <laughs> couldn't help roll- himself, folks. And rolling a thirteen, so he he gets across the lake this time. 
jeez. <laughs> Where uh, does that everyone meets back up at the governor's? Yeah, I would say so. Yeah. Including slime? Yeah. Because I got my bod now. Okay. Oh, okay. Uh, then Cat would like limp up to slime. I, Cat's still like half health right now. Um, would limp up to. Cat, you did not consume your mother flesh. Are you all right? Uh, and Cat would like uh, uh, look at this like, uh, uh, what, 10 foot tall demon woman? And like s- s- sniff like uh, trepidatiously and then. <laughs> Mother, mother, is that you? Yes, and you didn't eat your mother flesh. I had to exit to avoid mm, civilian casualties. You did a great job controlling your neurochemical reactions. I will explore these neurochemicals through art Seems like a great idea. Any art you make, I will pin to my body. Bring it to me immediately. Aze <laughs> will pet Cat uh, gently and say, I cannot express how thankful I am that you showed restraint in that moment. Venta ha- it should recover from their injuries, but there is still work to be done. And then... As he says, this Aze's arms glow with the tree and leaf as he casts a, a second level dignify on cat and heals them eight plus a bonus. Oh, thanks, bud. He just sort of sighs softly and says, "It's it will t- we it it appears that when we were being accosted by." those from the realm of dreams that there are still lingering touches of them upon the village we'll have to double check on everyone to make sure that everyone is accounted for but for now we need to make progress on the governor's request we need to find rocks indeed we 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 do but the mm, the person that we ideally would have asked um is still unconscious currently is unconscious and full of evil ghosts and until we can deal with that we probably can't wake them up and ask them and I don't know what other leads we have right now we were going to ask about gloves we should look for gloves we, we should look for gloves we can look for gloves while we also look for the the rock unfortunately that last lead has dried up, so we might have to ask someone else in the village about what they know. Are any of of your other friends um, shadow demons? There's a possibility <laughs> that some might have have been tainted by the quarry, but fake friends, am I right? <laughs> I, I can't say for certain who might be among them. Quick, listening audience, you probably have tallies of this stuff. Who have we been neglecting? (laughs) (laughs) No, players, stay out of the Discord. They're going to give you all the answers. They're too smart. (laughs) That's fine. There's currently a one-week delay. They can't help us. We're in the future, bitches. Yeah. So so with with, with, the... with that in place, Ozzy's just going to roll his head over, like, the remaining villagers, and let's and, and just saying, thinking, okay, let's see here. 
probably not Potter, probably not Applewhite, probably not Ruth. This is an object that in Butte that has a large amount of information. Part of me thinks that it would be of interest to the machine or the genius or Shoko in some capacity. Even though it's stories and legends, it's still information. Alright, do you go to the do you go to the dump? Yeah. Alright, as you approach the walls of the dump, there is a gate, it is locked. You hear hammering. Hey the back! Oh no, fuck. <laughs> uh. Hey rats! As you as you approach the gate and the rats start start their whole thing up, you definitely hear Shoko over the sound of hammering say, "You know the deal, snacks." Hey, I don't think he's got cast talk with animals on him. What the? That's so rude. What? <laughs> hey, sucker, cast it. Cast the talk with animals. Oh, all you hear is uh, squeaking. Cat and Nobi are animals and can talk with animals, right? Oh, oh, because oh. they just are animals. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Um, Nobi would be like, um, "Hey, big cat, you got any thorns you need me to pluck? You know what I'm saying? Uh... <laughs> are are you coming on to me? I don't know. Are you responding? <laughs> you, hey. you you are eight inches long. I um exactly. Oh, fuck, no." <laughs> hey, Mimicolian, apparently that didn't stop your parents. Half of my body length is my tail. <laughs> Pizza Rat Jr., you stop trying to have sex with that bug cat right now. Neela starts offering some food through the through the gate. Alright, so you're gonna spend one of your your snacks, Neelith? Yeah. Alright, so Hey, alright, this ain't half bad. It's not not as good as my mama's Baba Goosh, but you know, I don't know what the real name is, I'm sorry. <laughs> Gabagoop? You mean Gabagool or Baba Ganoush? Those are two different things. Have you combined them? Baba Goosh. Baba Goosh is a uh This is a, this isn't an alternate world where Italian rats have Gabagoosh. <laughs> it's it's that, that that um horror film, you know, the Baba Goosh. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh no. All right. So you okay? So Neilith, you start with I think four snacks. Is that what, how many snacks you start with? It's proficiency. Uh, yes. So you spent two on talking tongue sandwiches, and now you spent a, a third on talking to Shoko. So you have one yeah, left. So I got I got one left. <laughs> the pizza rat tries taking it though. <sighs> Cat growls at it. All right. I think that's animal handling. Hey, I'm oh, walking okay. here. Give me the that. The pizza rat can have one. <laughs> I assume that the pizza rat will return the favor later in the campaign by telling us secrets they know. Oh, I'll turn the favor there, you know. <laughs> we'll wink. Ah. Pizza rat will remember this. Mm. <laughs> 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 and, and Cat rolls a 19 for animal handling on top of that. Just. <laughs> and I'm eight inches small or eight inches big, you know? Jesus Christ. <laughs> the animals. <sighs> we, we've got full animal crossing this season. Fantastic. Do they serve bob Baba Goosh at the mandatory pizza party? <laughs> oh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, my mom makes it. We bring it. Nobody ever eats it because they don't want to hang out with the rats. They think they're better than us. 
it's the perfect avatar. It's the perfect uh, aperitif for the pizza. You see, you know, you just gotta you you have that. You have your slice or three or eight. If you're feeling a little, you know, feel a little fancy. You put the gobble on the pizza, it feels great, but nobody wants to eat the things the rats bring. <laughs> and, and then and then you finish, and then if you still need a luxury, you, got, you can have a calaboni, okay? It's like a stromboni and a calzone. It's a, <laughs> a calaboni. Shoko hops over to the gate and's like, hey, I'm the one with the silly voice here. What are you all doing? <laughs> <laughs> My 19 animal handling could just be cat saying, oh, I'm watching you, rat. I hope you are. <laughs> I'm watching you walk away. I bet you are. You're checking this out. See you. In, in the new Shin Megami Tensai, there's going to be a half Miracoli and half rat. <laughs> Hate to see me go, but love to watch me walk away. I see. <laughs> Shoko takes the last snack, unlocks the gate, and just says, You guys are weird. <laughs> you don't know the half of it. Uh, yep, so uh, we haven't spent that much time with Shoko. I mean, obviously, the genius did a bunch of scenes, but this is going to be some of your first time speaking with her. Uh, she's a gremlin, the smallest member of the community. She has a, uh, the glove that the genius made with the needles. She has the burned book. Uh, a dangerous little character. <laughs> it looks like the Pokemon Sableye. I think when I told the history of the gremlins <laughs> becoming uh, more mainstream, I left out a part, which was that it was uh, an Air Force uh superstition that eventually got made into that movie in the 80s by joe dante yeah I, you talked about this yeah, yeah. Do, do, do you know how it got out of the air force was it a pizza delivery <laughs> no there was a british uh pilot an raf pilot uh by the name of rolled doll oh oh my god uh, so that's who we have to thanks for gremlins being a thing, uh, because, uh, doll doll wrote a book for, uh, Disney and they were going to make it into the movie. They ended up not doing that. It was made into a short with Bugs Bunny, but how that went from military legend to kind of neo mythology is, uh, Roald Dahl, uh, author of Charlie and the chocolate factory. So that was another part of the story left out. Mm-hmm. Anyway, gremlins. Huh. Fantastic. Huh? Also, I believe he's canceled for anti-Semitism, so not an endorsement. Oh, he was a shitty dude, yeah. Mm-hmm. 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 Also, uh, tidbit, uh, the show Absolutely Fabulous, uh, I think is based on his daughter? Oh, yeah, someone showed me that. It was extremely upsetting for me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a lot of child abuse in that show, which is supposed to be a comedy. Mm-hmm. It it shouldn't be a surprise that Roald Dahl is bad when the... The second you stop and think about the Oompa Loompas for more than a few minutes, you realize, oh, <laughs> oh, right, it's, mm. it's it's all bad. Anyway, so Shok- Shoko's here for your questions about rocks and dreams. Yeah, cat cat's like, uh, no, sorry, Nobi's like, are you a demon? And cat's like, that's not what we're here for. And Nobi's like, oh right, did you steal a big rock? <laughs> Shoko's like, I could be a demon. Let me check. And then she opens the burned book and you see fire flow out of it and into her eyes Mm -hmm. as (laughs) she burns arcane knowledge into her brain. And she goes, no, I'm not a demon yet. But I am. Neelith is just going to have confidence and do the plan that she should have done last time. Uh, Low-level detect thoughts and conjure a little mini version of the big rock. Hey. Do you know what the... Do you recognize this? Okay, so you're spending a detect thoughts to see Shoko's thoughts. I just want to be clear about that. Because- yes, to low-level see Shoko's thoughts when when this is presented. 
Yeah. Uh, so uh, you see Sh- uh, Shoko's surface thoughts. She's imagining um, ripping open Slime's rib cage with a claw hammer to look inside and see the organs. Uh, she's thinking about the the Baba Gaganoosh, the Gagoosh, the Bagoosh. I don't remember how what we even said anymore. The Bagooshanoosh. The Batman Gooch. Yeah, she's thinking about snacks. Uh, she's uh, thinking about how she misses the genius, but nothing really about the rock. She says, "I don't really think about that. That's not really my it's, it's my thing. Not enough gears, not enough sprockets. I love a good sprocket, don't you? Not enough sprockets these days. <laughs> I mean, spro- sprockets are pretty fascinating. It contains deep knowledge." Um, yeah, so if you tell Shoko about the, the Akashic Stone, she'll say, <laughs> I don't think anybody in the village could lift that, but Farmer Appleboy, you need to be a giant to lift that. I'm just a little lady. Look at my little hands. Look at the tiny little wrists. I couldn't lift it. <laughs> Silly. And, and, and then Aze thinks, uh, and honestly, the fields could provide a place to hide such a rock, honestly. She is just a little lady. So to answer your question about the rock, Shoko doesn't know anything. Detect magic doesn't uh, lead you to believe she's lying. But she does tell you the true fact that nobody in the village but Farmer Appleway could lift the Mm -hmm. Akashic Stone. Mm. Uh, Aze will then follow up and ask, "Hmm. the uh, so that sigil that we used to enter the dream realm, Shoko... It's currently inoperable, as far as we know, correct? Yeah, the whole thing exploded. I came out of it like a hurricane. You you absolutely did. It appears that there might be problems inhabiting the dreams and minds of some of the others in the village, but... You, you didn't happen to meet a weird scorpion thing in there, did you? I didn't go to the Dalcor. I went into the past. Okay, I don't know how time travel was. I don't know if you have to go through there to get back in time. I don't know. Is it like a door in there somewhere? I don't know. You're asking the trash lady dream questions. Why don't you ask your dream horse? <gasps> we could ask our dream horse. <laughs> we have a dream horse. We sure... <laughs> We do. Uh, they would know more about the quarry than anyone in this village would, so they could join the moist watch. Would this unbalance the moist to dry ratio? The wet to dry ratio? For the audience, my suggestion to Sophie, in addition to the ice climber situation we find ourselves in, one of them was just the alabrije. I was just like, you could just be the, the, the psychedelic mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> rainbow horse. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, 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 the Viva Pinata horse, basically. Yeah. Um, Ozzy's like, well, that does give us a couple of leads to work on. Trash lady, you make uh, machines. I mostly take them apart, but sure. Well, uh, on the Apple White could lift the rocks on her own right, but did you make anything that would help people lift things recently? No, 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 no. I know people have been coming around since the whole, oh, the genius destroyed half the village thing. And people are very sensitive about their things being stepped on. It would be earlier than that. Hmm. 
That is true. Shoko didn't think about that because Shoko does not really care about the Akashic Stone. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's true. Now she says, no, nah, I don't think I have anything to do with this. I've given you two leads. Also, how are you talking? You're an animal. I had a magic sandwich. I'm bored. Get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Thank you for your time and answer, Shoko. They were greatly helpful to us. <laughs> Shoko, I can tell by the way you're looking at me, you wish to see my internal organs, but I should let you know I'm already taken, and I'm not available for that. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> uh-huh. That's what they all say, toots, you'll be back. Well, we'll see, but right now I have to respect Sun, Moon, Star's boundaries. You cannot see my organs. <laughs> Aw, that's sweet. <sighs> Let's give Venta a little bit more time to rest. I say we go visit Apple White and see what we can get out of her. Can I have a side conversation with Cat? Of course. I, in fact, I I insist on it. I think both Anobi and Cat probably want to have a conversation on the way to the farm. Cat, the neurochemical processes in your brain are unable to distinguish the difference between what's in your species and is not in your species. So if you choose to follow the neurochemical reactions in your brain to love that rat, I support you, because that's how you were born. A lion <laughs> fell in love with a giant ant queen and penetrated her abdomen. And then you crawled out and ate your mother. And I love you. I... My mother was a queen? Yes, that makes you a princess. Oh my god. <laughs> Right. And don't a... let anyone ever treat you as less than a princess. I am a princess. Yes. Oh no. It's the dummy I... problem all over again. Uh, are we are we just gonna start a whole new problem of okay now we've got another animal who thinks that they're no because I've raised cat well. And I princesses am a princess. Are leaders. Yes. And cat seems very very thoughtful about this. Um. Thank you for your blessing, mother. Yes, and remember, princesses can love whomever they wish. Thank you, mother. Neelith will walk with Nobi just quietly. Ozzy walks alone. It's fine. <laughs> Ozzy walks alone, sketches new album. Um, uh, Nobi event. Yeah, after like a long time, I guess Nobi is like. Um, so you talked to my mama. Yeah, yeah, I'm... I'm sorry. It seems like you've had a lot of a day today. So you're responsible for me. I... look. I... I... I, I assume she'd let you know what she was planning originally. Um... The thought of you not being able to talk really sucked. I don't like the thought that you'd be trapped, not able to communicate. That seems really sucky, so I, you know. If I cause problems again, what's going to happen to you? The impression I got was that you had been told some stuff that probably didn't... probably didn't help, and that what you probably needed was just a conversation about, you know, what was going on. You didn't need losing the ability to communicate. That seems like a really, really fucking sucky punishment. So, you know, 
I, I, I took a chance. I, I get the feeling that you just. I don't, I, I don't feel like you're, you're going to go out of your way to be, to be bad. That doesn't seem like you. I'm not here to be bad. I'm here to create justice. I know, and we'll get there. What if you told my mama I was bad when I wasn't? If I ever did try, there are spells that can be used to make it so that people know what the truth is, but, like, let's put that aside. Hmm. If I said you did... I have the opposite of an incentive to do that right now, because if I said you did something bad, I'd be the one who'd have to be punished for that. Like, I have no reason to say you've been bad. It All it would do is make things bad for me. If you said I had been bad, it would make things bad for you. But, I mean, look, even, even if that wasn't the case, we're the Moist Squad. I trust you, and I hope with time you can trust me too. Out of character, based on what? (laughs) (laughs) Um. (laughs) Honestly, I mean, you know, look, based in part on Neelith being an absolute just wants to believe the best in people, that is just who Neelith is, but, (laughs) like, the, the sincerity of this conversation already feels like Oh, you, you, you got, you got, you got told you were all powerful, and to very quickly had that step taken down. This is probably fine. <laughs> you see, cats, cats seem. Uh, nobody seems genuinely. Oh no, am I in trouble? I'm so sorry. And Neelith, uh, Neelith is trying to be reassuring. I'm getting a very different read from knowing this situation. Yeah, no. Yeah, <laughs> no. no. Okay, good talk. Thank you. <laughs> That's the end of the talk. There's no more speculation because that's the end of the talk, and that was Neelith's read. <laughs> okay. Hey, oh, hey, that's hey, spicy. Uh, Laura the human is really bad at reading social interactions, so oops. <laughs> <laughs> no, I like that because it was very like. Have you told anyone else? <laughs> you know, it's like. Wait, what should... was the, was that the subtext of what was just happening? Oh, oh yeah. The, the subtext. The subtext I got was also. So if I do something bad, you get in trouble. So ne- that's oh that's- n- Neelith Neelith one hundred percent read Neelith at brackets and Laura read that as a very genuine sincere oh no I don't want you to get in trouble trouble what you why would you do this I'm no no oh, no no I read that oh. as like oh nobody's like I didn't do anything wrong so I, I love this because they're a, a weaker role player would have been like well my character got yelled at so I'll be good now <laughs> but Sophie's like it takes more than that to reform a cop <laughs> I'm not confirming or denying anyone's theories or anyone's reads right now and I know that the and I know that the fan discord is going to be blowing up over this when this episode comes out but that's just uh what's going to happen As someone who as someone who look I know that I can't read social situations, so I, this season I went, fuck it, I'm going to roll it with a character who can't read, <laughs> read social situations. I could do an insight roll to get some insight, but where would the fun in that be? No. <laughs> uh, I'm not saying, I, I'll point out really quickly, I'm not saying that you're making a bad choice or a bad read. I just... Oh, no, no, I know. I'm just... Yeah, yeah. I, I, now, the only question I have is, is Aze in earshot of this conversation or no? I think Nobi would be avoiding that. All right, so Aze is like walking by himself ahead of everyone else. Then, 
I I went. I, I believe it's somewhere on my character sheet. I went into this season with Neelith trusts everyone and wants to be everyone's friend and is, believes in the best in people, and that is going to have consequences. And I am. I will play those out. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So as the group walks to the farm, Ozzy is a little bit away from the main group. Uh, Slime is giving Cat the birds and the bees talk, and uh, the ants and the lions. <laughs> the ants and the lions, and uh, Nobi is sizing up his latest mark. Uh, and you see uh, in the distance the 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 fields of the farm, uh, and uh, it's so fucking cold out. We haven't talked about this a lot because like, we've been so busy with all the gruesome violence uh but it is brutally cold out and you see all the you know the stalks and the the plants sticking up out of the ground are like tipped with frost um and you don't see apple white you assume she's inside because of the brutal fucking temperature uh can you all roll perception for me uh ozzy rolls a 10 13 18 all right, uh, 18, 13, and 10 are all above average. Uh, so you here's what you see is uh, this large field uh, on the, the bottom of the, the village. It's like the, the lowest point in the village, and it stretches on for some distance. The frost-tipped crops uh, just kind of lazily uh, fluttering in what little wind there is. You don't see the tum-tums or Farmer Applewhite. You assume they're inside, uh, but you do see a figure Far in the distance. Uh, what does the fit like? What does the figure look like? It is roughly humanoid. Uh, because you only rolled average, uh, you can't make out too many features, uh, such as species or uh, you know, gender or anything. Uh, it has a kind of black outline, and the one thing you can tell about its face is that it does not have one. Nice. I love Oops. that. Oops. That's my least favorite kind of face. Oh, good. Any any face is is better than than not. That's I feel like that's a little like uh, face essential. So. <laughs> <laughs> Swallowed in their coats With scars of red tied round their throats To keep their little heads From falling in the snow And I turn round And there you go And Michael you would fall And turn the white snow red And strawberries in the summertime